Welcome back, everyone, to the Daily DVR Does Yellow Jackets Buzz Buzz podcast. We never came up with the name, but we're here. We're talking about Yellow Jackets Season 2, Episode 4, Old Wounds. Remember to check us out at dvrpodcast.com. You can also become a patron at patreon.com slash dvr. Check out all our other great podcasts. Heath and I are currently covering Rabbit Hole. Andy and I have been talking about Succession on Mondays. We also talked about Barry. We had our good friend Mike from One Mike on. That was a lot of fun. Who knows what we'll do next week. But today, yes, it's Yellow Jackets time. We're back in the woods. We're eating each other's faces. We're shitting in pots and not telling others that we did it. We've got a full crew here today. We've got Gina, Jenny, Trey, Andy, Heath, and me. Six mugs up in this place. That's lots of food for whoever wins our Hunger Games battle at the end of the season. Uh, I'm going to just keep going with the cannibalism stuff because it's funny. I already told Andy's kid that he was talking about cannibalism, so I wanted to be truthful. No lies from Uncle Axel. Um, All right, let's get into it. Trey, you, uh, you weren't. Oh, I wasn't here last week either, but let's start with you, Trey. What did you think of this episode? How are you feeling about Yellow Jackets? This is my favorite episode of this season so far. Um, I thought there were some really touching moments, namely uh, Shauna and her family and uh, Lottie and Nat. And there were like a couple big reveals at the end of the episode that gave us more information to move the plot along a bit quicker. Um, there was a lot of funny stuff and some good soundtrack moments. Yeah, there was a lot of good music in this one. Um, wasn't it? I just want to fly. Wasn't that song in this episode? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Around me, baby. I love that song. <laughs> Sugar Axel. Yeah. Sugar Ray. <laughs> Remember that guy. Um, there's his voice. He's Snolo. What did you think about this episode? Everybody, Javi, Nagila, Javi, <laughs> Nagila, Javi, <laughs> Nagila. Oh, no, I loved it too. Um, I, you know, the uh, the hatch, <laughs> Lottie going down. And I was like, uh-oh, is Desmond going to be there? But no, it, it brought us to the either, I thought it was going to be like the Last of Us mall. No, it was the Stranger Things mall, but it was interesting. Um, no, I, I, this this show... I think I'm feeling like the str- it's it's happening. Um, you know, we were a little worried a couple episodes ago. Where are they going? Is this going to be because they dropped so much? But I really, um, I really was into this episode, and I felt like we're getting back to where it needs to be. And you know, I'm thinking of all these questions and different things. So yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. And uh, finally, we see Van our. Uh, uh, older van. I was like, been waiting and waiting. <laughs> and it's like the last second. I'm like, so at least, uh, I, I've been waiting for that one. Yeah, that was, that was good to see because we did catch her in the opening credits a couple episodes ago. I don't think, it, I, I think it was right. Two episodes. No, I think it's ago. Been, oh, I thought it was there the whole time, but I could be wrong. Maybe I, I missed it, was, it but, uh, this, whole, time. this whole second season. I oh, okay. Second okay. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But did you guys notice real quick 
that Alanis Morissette did a cover of the theme song. Yes, yes. we made a note about that. In okay, <laughs> good. Oh man, no, I, I was like my hand, I was like my hands cleaned. Okay, <laughs> but I like the other version of that song better, and I love me some Alanis, but I actually like the other version of that song better. But I did appreciate some Alanis going with it. Was that the one that played during the actual show? No, it was the one at the beginning. It was the intro version was with Alanis. I don't remember but, who. I, yeah, because the other one was like a, a slow it. down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, slow down score. Kind oh, of I, think, I think that was her. Wrote. You yeah. think that was so her She too? did both yes. versions. Okay. I just, um, it's on the official I was not Spotify aware that playlist. she did the second one. So the first one is the one I was talking about okay. that I prefer the original version. That second one, I actually did kind of dig that one, but I didn't realize that one was her. So that's good. That was very interesting to me that you play the theme song because this that I thought that was really cool that they did that because that, that song has always kind of seemed separate from the show in a sense, you know? To actually play it during the show like that at a pivotal moment, I thought it was kind of cool. Um, Jenny, what what thoughts do you have? <laughs> hey, Axel, great to be here again. Um, I mean, I have lots of thoughts, but we'll get into those later. But um, I really did enjoy this episode as well as Trey and Heath were saying. I already like mentioned my little thoughts about the song. Um, it was really cool to have the Alanis Morris. I mean, I the 90s were such an Alanis time and I was uh, one of her like diehard fans that was too poor to go see her in concert. But, you know, I watched her on, uh, what was it? Kids Incorporated on Nickelodeon. No, uh, you can't, you can't do that on yeah, television. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can't do that on television it. with the slime and everything. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I enjoyed this one as well. There was a lot in there. It was just so many different bits. So I really enjoyed it. Coolio. All right. Who who we got left? Ando, Gina, who wants to talk? <laughs> I'll jump in. Um, I really like this episode too. I love all the stuff with Walter and Misty. I just think this is the like the weirdest thing ever. I'm still <laughs> kind of not convinced Walter is real in certain <laughs> ways because he's so much mm. like her. But I um I also well, we'll get into it, but I, I think he's more nefarious than he appears to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. And um, I actually thought I liked the Alanis song lead in because I felt like it sounded more like Juliet Lewis would sound if she was hmm. singing it. Ooh. Um, she has a band, too. Of that. Yeah, I, yeah, I realize she's, yeah. she's in a band. And God, what else was I going to say? There was something about... I don't know. I'm sure we'll get to it. I'm glad Javi's alive. We'll just see what form he's in. Right. And um, and oh, when we saw Adult Van at the end, I'm not kidding you. I started getting teary. I was just so happy to see Van in adult life. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I love that actress too. But um, I just love Van so much as a teenager because I feel like she's the comic relief and kind of keeps it light. And so I'm like, oh, thank God we're having adult Van. Hopefully she's as good as teen Van. So, yeah. Dig it. Ando, you're the last one left. Well, um, sorry, I'm a little little out of it. I'm tired because I've been selling my uh, crops at the local farmer's market all day in my purple Vikings jersey. But (laughs) I'm very excited to talk about this podcast because I also loved this episode. I thought it was, I I really, really, really enjoyed it. I think the story has taken some cool turns and 
Uh, I I loved the uh, Alanis uh, version on in the mall. I mean, I I was class of '96. It was basically issued to all of us as a graduating present to have that the jagged little pill CD. So yeah, I used to worship Alanis with everybody else too. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to talk about this episode. Yeah, until you find out that the whole going down in the theater thing was about the guy from Full House, and then you're like, I mean, really? Come on. Uncle Jesse. <laughs> right. No, it wasn't Uncle Jesse. It was Dave. Was it not? No, it was Whatever. Dave Kool-Aid. The blonde. The blonde. Yep. Oh, yeah, Kool-Aid. the goofy Ooh. one. Uncle Joey. Yeah. 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 Oh, Joey Jesse. Yeah. That still bugs me. That's so much. Kind of like takes hot. it down Uncle a notch. Joey was you know what I'm saying? He, like, <laughs> Uncle Jesse is still hot. Thank you, John Stamos. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Cana- man does uh, those not Canadians. age. Yep, oh, he true. doesn't. It's true. <laughs> um, well, I guess we get to me. I also love this episode. I agree with Trey. It was my favorite episode of this season. I felt like I got a little scared again for the first time. And I particularly liked for me was um, learning more about Lottie and that she has been drugging herself this whole time, right? Because when we had the initial flashback in season one, it was like her dad was like, she needs a therapist. She needs to be on medication. And her mom was like, no, she's in touch with something, right? And then, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so, probably from her mom's side of the family. Then <laughs> I'm thinking, well, it's this feminine energy, right? And I think mm-hmm. that we talked about that on the pod before. So I really liked that. Explained to me, okay, now I get why the cult isn't as weird and scary as I thought it would be. Is that the she built up this cult basically to kind of protect herself, so she could kind of have one toe in this water, but control it you know, and that secretly she's medicating herself while she's telling everyone else Scientology style, don't medicate yourself. Don't take any type of drugs. Right. So that made me feel a lot better about this season because that was kind of my number one thing that I was off. And I loved all this stuff um, with Frodo. He is amazing. I can't, I I always, he has such an interesting face to look at. He's one of those actors that I just like, he's like Michael Shannon. I was watching the Waco thing the other, it's like, if you had to be an actor, like if you were not an actor, everyone would think you were like a serial killer or just like an elf or something. (laughs) So um, that's what what I, I don't have anything to say about the music because I didn't realize it was Alanis Morissette until you just told me. But um, the Walter thing, I, I gotta sorry, yeah. I, I gotta say, because uh, off of Gina's what she was saying, I wondered, I think we might have mentioned last week, maybe they were twins separated at birth. I'm liking that idea more for Walter because of how, if that wasn't mentioned last week, well, that's the idea. That's yeah, I, I, I mentioned that last week, that was what I would, I had thought yeah, it was a possibility, yeah, or siblings yeah, they, of some kind, or right, because like, because like the the twinning in the in the the in or wherever they were staying was so weird they were so like doing the identical things at this you know it was so weird and then you know that's it well if they hook up because they clearly had angst in their pants as the song said Uh um so you know if they are related that's really creepy but i think there's more to him too so sorry for interrupting axel (laughs) no i think incest (laughs) is something that every uh, prestige show should have (laughs) right isn't incest in everything now it's like the it's it's like the best thing right (laughs) well i think there's another avenue this show could potentially have incest and it just depends 
on who Wilderness Baby is. Oh, yes. Oh. That's, well, I think Wilderness Baby could be that cop that Callie's been hanging out with. Oh, my God. That would be funny. He's the right age. He is. But the, the theory that I guess everyone has is that it is um, – here, you have, you have her name in the notes. Lisa. Lisa. That everyone's thinking it's Lisa. Why are we learning so much about Lisa? Why are we spending so much time at her house with her goldfish and her mom who <laughs> treats hilarious. her like shit? You know, why are we there? And I think it does make sense that she's, she could be someone special. Yeah, she could be Wilderness Baby. She could be Pit Girl 2.0. We just need to wait and see. <laughs> All right. Anyone? Where do we Wilderness Baby? Talking? Lisa? Anyone? <laughs> I think she is uh, Shauna's daughter. There we go. Mainly because you know they're the right age, and then they do their hair the same way. I'm in. I like it, too. I, I never even thought about it. Uh, and I, I like it because they really are – because like you said, Axel, if if it's not really a cult, it's more of a Lottie imprison, imprisonment of herself. Um, if it's not like crazy cult, which it's starting to see, which I'm actually a little shocked by because I thought – it was going to get deeper and crazier. I mean, it still could, but I, I don't think they're going that route. No, um, that would, that would make a lot of sense if she, I mean, oh man, I like that. And See, that's the, why I got uh, on the pod. The, so uh, I, I think it was, was it last episode too, where you see Lisa, she's like using the ax on the bunny or something. Isn't she killing oh. something? And hmm. we see a lot of that too. The chicken. Or the chicken. Sorry. I couldn't remember what it was. It's Shauna that kills the bunnies. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Miss Wendy would be pissed at you, Ando. If yeah, you I know. Yeah. You said bunny. That's interesting. <laughs> I like that. I like that very much that they're connected like that. Now, I still think, I think I said it last week, I think there's going to be more babies and maybe, maybe, all, maybe she's got all the kids there or something like that. Like she's gathering them well, up because it also seems like they're all headed there too. I think we're Weren't getting... they there for only like two years. I think it said 18 months, I think, isn't it? Yeah. 18 months. Some of them could have come back pregnant yeah. if Travis ended up being, you know, the stag stud. Yeah. Him. Still time. Yeah. Still. Time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess. Yeah. Well, now they've got Javi back too. So. Right. They're double studs. The, the stud brothers. The gene pool a little bit. Yeah. And, and, may, and coach won't may want to plant a seed before he goes. Before they eat him, so and Javi three. doesn't seem Javi doesn't really seem like he's very brutalized from living out in the winter for so long. So he, he has to have had help from somewhere, doesn't he? Yes, and yeah, that's he the, was down yeah. in the mall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, there's got to be something down there, and we got another. I remember in the first episode, I think. Andy, you were, I remember you, it was very vivid uh, picture you painted of the place in your barn where it always stays warm, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. I like that. Yeah, the, the exhaust fans from the indoor heat would always, always, uh, it would keep the green, the grass keep and the green, green yeah. yeah, green underneath the fan, even oh. if it was 10 degrees outside. And so I think they, because this time they see, they touch the tree again, they go, it's warm, right? Yep. And then that's when, then all of a sudden Javi starts running out. What was that? And they go chasing him. 
So I think that the the underground tunnel, we see it in the vision. We've seen it before in Lottie's visions, right? When she sees all the candles. That was, I think and they, that, were, they were going to all the places where the sign was, and they've all been on trees. I think the sign's maybe a marker post to how to get to the... Yes. How to get underground or the tunnels or whatever the hell is going on. But it, it seems like, to me, it seems like it's going in that direction, but... It's like Legend of Zelda or something, man, which I'm playing one of those games now. It's like a video game thing. You're right, where there's so much of these this map stuff that it has to play a bigger role, and I think that makes sense. Where are we going next? <laughs> Who's got something? Somebody talk. Uh, I'll, I'll bring something up. So one thing that we found out about Lottie, let's hit a little Lottie, that she hasn't had these visions for decades, she says. And it's interesting. I mean, we pick up the story now, but so she's starting to have visions. So the big thing is why now? Has it anything to do with Travis's death? Is there something linked to the woods wanting to bring them back? Or, you know, we're seeing Ty go through. It seems, I mean, I'm sure Ty has gone through some things, but we're. it seems the way they're showing us that it's really amping up and happening more often to her, uh, whether or not we know it happened a lot before it's really amping up now. So I'm wondering, um, why do you guys think Lottie is having these visions now? So do you think that there's maybe a thing with like every 25 years, the, whatever the Island, <laughs> the woods, uh, <laughs> whatever the thing is that's there, that's, you know, causing them to do that back then. And now it's happening again. Maybe it's something that occurs every, you know, quarter century or something like that. Maybe it's awakened or whatever. And I now think it's, that's uh, why, because like they've lived relatively normal lives mm -hmm. for the last 25 years since True. they came back. Lottie had her electroshock therapy after she came back and became catatonic and was on her medication and started her little cult thing and trying to be all happy and peaceful and everything. But now suddenly, you know, it's like the dark thing woke up in Thaisa or something. Pot. I think it was Thaisa because yeah. she's the one that hired that Jessica Evans to check into supposedly for her campaign, but like it, could have just been to rouse them up back onto what, you know, all this stuff again. And, and the, the same thing is like now triggering in Lottie because uh, you know, maybe because Nat's there, maybe because she's seen uh, Thaisa because she was probably there when Travis died uh, and seeing Travis, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I just think it might be something cyclical. What do you uh guys think? I think too the uh, I mean I think I had mentioned this last year when we did this roundup I think it's I think it's similar to uh, Stephen King's It where Pennywise yeah. returns ever so many years and yeah. whatever whatever this demon or evil or whatever it is 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 coming back at his his cycle just like you said and I think that's why we're seeing them gather back I mean I'm more convinced than ever that we're gonna if not the end of this season next season they're all gonna be back in our present time they're gonna go back to the island so to speak or back to the cabin. Yeah, and I do think Ty is somehow at the core of it because we've got the dark Ty that lives within her. And for all we know, dark Ty said to her in a mirror a year ago, find them all. Do you know what I mean? And so that's mm -hmm. how Jessica kind of Roberts came into play. And, and I do think Ty probably did some weird ceremony 
killing Travis. And we know that she had the altar in her basement. So she's the one that's actually doing some like active things like they did when they were in the woods. And so I feel like it's in her and it's acting through her for sure. So, but she could have, she could have honestly been looking to track down people because of her campaign too. And then it kind of, I think that's what her higher self thought it was for. But yes. that lower self or yeah. whatever, the bad guy part of her. Yeah. yeah. So they showed a flashback of her and Jessica oh, yeah. in this mm-hmm. episode. And then I was mm-hmm. kind of confused what the significance of that was because it made me think, well, did she not even remember that she hired this person, <laughs> even though she seemed like her normal everyday self in those mm-hmm. flashbacks? Unless so that I- was her thinking that like, oh, maybe my ulterior motive for this was to kill someone. I think she did go to call Jessica as she was leaving the hospital, the episode before this last one. So I think she knows who Jessica is in her own self as well. But it makes sense to it makes sense that she's just generally questioning her reality. Right. And and decisions that she made previously. So it could be that this this darkness was acting through her without taking over. Right. And now it is powerful enough to take over her body without her knowledge again. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Because though Lottie is just now having these visions again, we know that it's been happening under stress uh, for Thaisa. Right. And it kind of maybe it speaks to their different levels of power. Um, because another interesting thing that we had talked about in the in the um, 1996 timeline was that um, Val is bringing them together, right? Like she's like, you've got to listen to each other. You've got to tell Lottie. And then she kind of is trying to bring these forces together, which I thought was an interesting uh, kind of plot development in this episode. I think that dark Thaisa, whatever you want to call her, the alter ego, whatever came forward when she got that information at the hospital and she, or when, when she saw herself in the mirror and that dark person never went back down until she ran out of gas. And that when the flashes that she was seeing were her memories of what she had done between the time she left the hospital, she Mm. went and found Jessica's key because that was like a flash of when she had met with her before. She went to Jessica's apartment, got the file, found out where Van was and started heading there and then just didn't have the because she's not the higher minded person. She didn't even think about putting gas in the car and ran out of gas. So then she had to let the the higher Thaisa come back forward to take care of the situation. And I think that the, you know, that Thaisa still decided to continue on the path that her other alter ego had started her on. That was my Mm. opinion. And on the 1996, seven, whatever it was timeline, Van and, or I'm sorry, Van and most of the girls are on Lottie's side. And, you know, she does want to bring Thaisa over, but Thaisa and Shauna and Nat and Coach are all, and Travis is like kind of just not really saying a whole lot. He seems to believe in Lottie, but the other, those four are a core four that don't believe in Lottie. And I think Thaisa just doesn't want, because she, 
I don't know. She, I don't know how aware she is in that timeline of what her alter's doing. I mean, Van's telling her, but I don't think she's real aware of it. Like she becomes later in life, but that's my 40. I've got a question that you, you just (laughs) brought something up that makes me think of that. The, the, them picking sides and everything. Lottie to me in this episode, in both the past and in the present day, seems like she doesn't really believe her own shit right now. Like she, even in the, even in the, uh, we, even with the girls, like the girls are worshiping her, and I just get this feeling that she doesn't believe it, and she's like, and in the in the future, definitely that way. She feels she doesn't want the visions to return. It's like she doesn't believe her own hype anymore. I don't know if what do you guys think about that, Andy? That's a you know, it's interesting because when they when when uh, annoying Marie, uh, who noise might be hot, number one on my list <laughs> ahead of Callie now. Uh-huh. After this episode, um, I mean, when she sets up, well, why don't they go, you know, go out in a competition and, oh, Lottie doesn't need a gun. The reactions from Lottie is backs up what you're saying. Like, she's almost like, I mean, again, these are young girls and they're, and this is early on in all this, but I kind of was starting to get the feeling that maybe she doesn't until she kind of sees that throne or whatever that was where she cuts her hand. Uh, cause she cuts her hand in the present as well. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's like, God, you got to cut. I know visually it looks good on TV, but you got to cut your hand somewhere else. That's a bitch to heal. That is the most painful spot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, my wife's an RN. So of course that's what she said. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I, I know really honey, like but visually it looks fantastic. <laughs> I didn't think it looked that good. I thought it looked very fake. <laughs> Maybe no, my TV is just not good enough <laughs> <laughs> or too good one way or the other. Like, I don't well, know. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I don't really, I, I didn't really notice the CGI, but I mean, if you like cut a different oh, body I, part, I totally visually, agree. It's not, don't you know what I mean? Don't cut yourself across the palm of your hand. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kind of like, you know, whatever. I mean, like um, slice your thumb or something like that's going to hurt and everything, but still like not be of your hand. Well, like Nat cut her leg and it was like, hey, that's right, right. you know, it's a little bit. But uh, also when annoying Marie is like um, accusing coach of eating the deer meat or whatever, I was waiting for her to say, and you shit in the bucket. Didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't happen. It didn't happen. So I, I, I was, that's where I lost faith in Marie. I mean, yeah, so, the, uh, anyway. I had something in my little notes. I was just going to mention that too. Heath. I, I wrote down, I respect Mari's insistence on sticking to the rules during a competition because that's how I'm during a competition. But holy shit, Mari. is she anno- is she annoying? She she has to be the next one to go, isn't she? Yeah. I hope. I, I feel like they're going to eat Mari soon too. Yeah. Yeah. And she really does meet the um, physical characteristics of the girl we saw. Yes. In yeah, the, the pit pit girler. She totally doesn't. Does. She kind of remind you of Lottie a little. She kind of looks like mm, Lottie right. a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's Mari, it's not Marie. Sim- no E. Yeah. Okay. I know. I said Val before too, instead similar, of Van. I'm sorry. Similar. There's a lot of names here. And hair. Um, <laughs> it's okay. I, I think would, uh, I said Jessica Evans. I always thought the pit girl Roberts, happens so. later. <laughs> I always thought that pit girl happens much later, though, like the second winter. Because that's what I think, too. I feel like, like, I like it is. They're very organized. I yeah, I don't think she's the next one because I feel Definitely. like, especially when I rewatched it before this season started, that pit girl was skinnier than any of them is now. And I think you know they what I mean? also like, oh, like scrawny point, yeah. looking like she yeah. had and lost the, some muscle mass and whatnot. Not I think, like, too, didn't they didn't don't we see a little bit of like 
uh, for lack of a better term, preparing the meat, like yeah. how you would like the oh, yeah. like yeah, a butcher yes. would do. There was yes. a whole like, trap on the ground. They yeah. Dug oh, yeah. Thing, and yeah, there was a yeah. complicated ceremony. I yeah. think that that's definitely something that is going to happen. And it's and I think that that has to be tied. It's not just that they're hunting her and we're seeing their ceremony. There's got to be more plot points, right, that lead up oh, to that. She's wearing Jackie's necklace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That somehow I mean, comes into play. Yeah, sure. there's definitely some kind of there's there's some stuff with there's that. a choosing and I know we're, you know, everyone's kind of thinking Lottie has these this power that brought the bear and the birds. But when we think about it, that bear came the night after Shauna feels the baby move for the first time. The birds fall as soon as her blood hits the symbol, her blood. Yep. And then yep. she also did kill Adam. And maybe the spilling of that blood also stirred up. Oh, shit. Stuff with Gina. Lottie. <laughs> Get fired up over here. <laughs> I, I still I mean, think there are try. I think they're the points on the triangle: Ty, Shauna, and Lottie mm -hmm. for sure. And, and, Agree. And what are we seeing with Shauna? Right, uh, her her reclaiming her power and coming to accept it, and then use it, like we see this season when she goes and gets her car back. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I think you see the same thing with, and Heath, you were talking about with Lottie and then with Thaisa too, where they deny their power, they deny their strength, and now they have to come to claim it. In Thaisa's way, it seems that the darkness has to overtake her. With Lottie, it's like her therapist said is maybe you should listen to these um, visions that you're having, listen to yourself, accept yourself. So that's why I do kind of see Lottie shaping up to be. And like you said, solo too, where she was like, not really into the whole battle thing. Like she, she just kind of went along with it, their whole game that they were playing their competition, right? The hunting thing. And I think that makes sense that she is perhaps going to be the light here where Thaisa seems to be like the dark side that takes over her and whether or not how this, how Shauna kind of balances it out. But yeah, Shauna's, you know, she's continues hey, to kick ass. Trey, I want to uh, throw it over to Trey to continue the Shauna discussion. So what like, cause my, at first I'm thinking Shauna, like, does she not care? Like when she tells you know, she tells her daughter that they murdered someone and that whole scene <laughs> with her going, well, actually, you know, like she freaking Melanie Linsky nailed it. I mean, it was just yeah, unbelievable. That was hilarious. But, mm -hmm. but Trey, what do you think? Is she like when Axel mentioned, it seems like, excuse me, Shauna's getting her, her power back, but she also looks like she's in like, don't care mode. Do you think she, she feels un invincible or she knows What's going to happen now? Like, what are some of your thoughts on the way present day Shauna is acting? So I feel like they're about to either like, like go on a road trip together or like back to where they came from or to like some other destination that's going to be significant. So in my head, it's kind of like Shauna can leave like a blazing trail of shit behind her because like maybe a part of her knows that they're all going to have 
a reunion in some other area and then none of this will actually matter like the investigation with the police and stuff Mm -hmm. because there's like kind of you know darker more primeval stuff going on so in my head like she subconsciously knows that some some mechanism has like started turning or something like that you know what i mean like they're all going to be brought together mm-hmm. in this place. And there's like a supernatural force at will that's kind of in control. So whatever is happening at the level of like, you know, this like silly cop who's having drinks with her daughter is like, and like Kevin Tam, former goth local police who just hooked up <laughs> with Natalie. Like, I think that's just like, <laughs> she doesn't care about it. She knows that she's really right. smart too. And she's like wasted this potential for years. And now she can actually use her brain. Um, I think she like genuinely doesn't care that much about her daughter. My theory is that she really loved the baby, like the first baby, uh, possibly Lisa. And that it's been hard for her to like feel that love for Callie ever since. And she's like, never, like, I don't think she loves Jeff back. I think he like unconditionally loves her and I think she likes him, but I don't think she's like in love with him. I don't think she is like passionate about being Callie's mom. So I think it's kind of just like, okay, well, this is who I am and you can take it or leave it. Good stuff. Jeez. Anyone else? Got there was a, oh. there was an interesting line too, about the, that Jeff says when, um, Shauna's telling him that she told that told her daughter, everything he says, well, we've only got one shot to get this parenting thing. Right. And, that to me, that's like he something to somehow obviously she's been lying to him, or the, the journals that she had, she lied about. Because if he read the journals, he would know that I don't know, so, something about that line being yeah. there just makes me think we're going to find yeah, out more about that right. baby real soon. They've never mentioned I, it, so I we, don't, that too. we don't know that he actually knows about. Yeah, but he said that he read I don't her journals. Think he I does. Yeah, I had assumed that she had had that in her journals, so maybe I don't think she does. I don't think she does because you think he would have brought it up. Yeah, they would have talked about it. Yep. Um, Instead of saying we got to get this, we only get this right once, so we only have that one chance. Exactly. He would bring up. He would bring up. Well, (laughs) yeah. So I'm thinking like the Titanic thing in the journal. Like she doesn't. You know, I I think honestly. I think she, the most person she's in love with is Snacky. I think, honestly, I think you might. Be I right. mean, that's that might be her first love. To well, be honest, you, you know, it's funny you say that, Heath, because when she goes to pick Jackie up in the morning and sees Jeff running from the house that first morning, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, does this girl have a crush on her friend?" Like before yeah. we knew about the Jeff dynamic. Also, I just had a weird thought, like. I mean, Shauna's full of secrets. How do we know she doesn't have other journals stashed elsewhere? And how do we know that she wasn't writing some journals as mm-hmm. Jackie and some journals as mm-hmm. herself? Because mm-hmm. I think that Titanic journal came in as something she kind of did as Jackie. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, After I maybe agree. That she, back. Totally. Maybe she did write about the baby. She did get rid of that one so that Jeff would never have a chance of finding it. Yeah, or so there's somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, yeah, she could have it hidden. And else. she has her own version of split personality, just like Ty does. And yeah. Could be. But this that would actually kind of be a pretty amazing metaphor for coming out, this whole journey, right? And like a, of... I think that would be pretty interesting if that's because Trey, I agree with you. 
I just don't think she gives a shit about her kid or her husband. Yeah, I think right. she just yeah. thinks to herself, like, my life She's changed and attached. ended 25 years ago, and I am just living a dream. I'm living a life that I wasn't supposed to live, you know? And I think that just go leaving it all behind, not caring. I mean, she doesn't even, she doesn't seem that concerned that the cops, like, they're just talking about, like, yeah, the cops know all about the affair. Yeah. You, you know? know what? Maybe she's she living care. her doesn't life care. like she thinks that Jackie would have led her life because she still blames herself for Jackie dying. And that's why she married Jeff and had his baby and is living yeah, this life. Whatever it is, it's not went to college. Like she had that early admission and she had all these plans for her life. And, you know, she's living the life that she thinks that Jackie would have led. And so she's just like suppressed her whole being that, that, Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's hmm. uplifting. Well, I mean, the trauma all these people went through. It's <laughs> none of them are normal. I know. That's so far, true. Van looks like the most normal one, although we've yet to really see. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I like her store though. While you were streaming, yeah, yeah, it's like a video. This is an idea I always has. Like you make a video store, but you, you know, you highlight the points of actually having someone to talk to you about movies and suggest, you know, and. I That's I wanted to bring some of that up because there's a lot of little Easter eggs or possible hints or red herrings that aren't in that store. I think when when uh, Ty first opens the door, very if you watch it again, very prominently to her right, you see a poster for Rosemary's Baby. Oh, oh, oh no! Yes, oh, and boy. then if you look, I, I I paused and wrote it all down on the on like the now playing oh, board or awesome, whatever it's called on the back. Almost every one of them has something that you could tie into this show. Well, actually, there's a poster of Airplane on the side, first of all, and a poster of It's a Wonderful Life, which I don't know how that fits. But on the board, you have Bound. I mean, famous lesbian, all the, I mean, movie that would fit with some of this. Yeah, Gina Gershon and uh... Mean Girls. I mean, that's pretty (laughs) self-explanatory. Into the Wild, also pretty (laughs) self-explanatory. Yeah, yep. Footloose. This one took me a little while to figure out, and then I remember. Wait, we've seen somebody lose their foot. Yeah. Oh, so I think that's kind of a joke. Varsity Blues. I mean, totally same thing. Right. Soccer team. Mm-hmm. And the other one that really stuck out to me: Train Spotting. Well, Train Spotting, which has tons of hallucinations and very famously a dead baby. Mm. Yeah. And the other thing that's on there is Wayne's also, World. Also, not the drug user. Yeah. That's oh, that's right. True. That's yeah. right. Wayne's World is also on there. I, ha- I cannot figure out how they could ever tie Wayne's World into this, but it's party time excellent. That's, you know, that's when they have I'm, their. I'm ready for the girls to have a cable access show when they get back to civilization. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Vibrating? I'm hearing like a vibrating. They kind of all dress yeah. like they're in Wayne's World with like their like winter looks. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Especially got Jen. All the clothes on. I, and it's a wonderful life, if I remember. You know, there's like the fantasy life, right? That could have been. Oh, well, actually, so, the coach has kind of had yeah, some of that because yeah. he's having some of his yes. visions of, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, speaking of tie ins, Andy, I wrote down some notes about that book that the coach had in his hands that he sat down before ah. he went into his little daydream. Did anybody else notice it? Yes. Yes. It's yeah. called The Magus. So, little. Notes oh, yeah, on. I keep looking at that cover. Yeah, so um, it's a 
postmodern novel by British author John Fowles telling the story of Nicholas Urfa, a young British graduate who is teaching English on a small Greek island. Anyway, the guy becomes embroiled in psychological illusions of a master trickster, and uh, eventually he struggles with loneliness and contemplates suicide, which I think might be on the roster for our coach. Oh. He might kill himself. Oh. So it's a yeah. They're going to eat him anyway. Yep. Um, and then it says that uh, the the character, Nicholas, he he's gradually drawn in by this uh, owner of an estate on the Greek island. And the guy plays psychological games with him. And at first, Nicholas takes these machinations, uh, the God game, to be a joke. But they grow more elaborate and intense. Nicholas loses his ability to determine what's real and what is artifice. And against his will and knowledge, he becomes a performer in the God game. And I was like, that really ties into the themes of this story and where the coach is kind of at. And I was just, I thought that was really interesting and all credit to Wikipedia for those quotes. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Thank you, Jenny. That's great stuff. Oh, that I thought it was really interesting though. Cause I was like, well, especially after Andy brought it, and all the themes with the movies. I was like, well, I think the book w- had a theme that oh, went with for it sure. too. They're yeah. definitely putting stuff in there on purpose. I hadn't thought of him committing suicide, but he is so out of it and and these fantasies he's having of He's he's extremely bad choice. Yeah, like not it was yeah. blaming himself essentially that it's his fault and then he has the And he's up- like they're going to eat me anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, he's like what are you going to do if I did eat the meat? You got what are you going to do? Me? Or yeah. he offers himself up as a sacrifice. Mhm. You know, one way or the I can, other. I, I mean, that. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, you can eat me and live, eat my body. I could see him having a conversation with like either Shauna because she needs the food more because she's pregnant, or Nat because him and Nat seem to have more of a connection. That he would be like, "This is my choice. Like, please don't question it. Like, I'm yeah. not doing great, anyways." I already lost my leg. I'm footloose and fancy free. I'm, oh, sorry. That was bad. And he I mean, may volunteer like to commit suicide <laughs> yeah. so they don't have to do it, you know? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. What, what What do you think? Do you guys think um, there is a possible, I know we had uh, talked about it, but now that uh, Jave Nagila is alive, um, <laughs> will Travis put two and two together? Love and you. be like, what did you do? <laughs> what did yeah, you, I think like, he'll know that Nat lied. Yeah. yeah so definitely. I'm wondering if that's a, the major fallout between two of them. Yep. And that gives you know, him for an the opportunity rest of the... to go have sex with another one of other the girls. girls. <laughs> well, we have to repopulate the woods. <laughs> Maybe I'm just living the my woods. own teenage fantasies <laughs> through him. <laughs> You know, I've got a question for you guys. In the uh, when Lottie goes in, goes to the mall, and is this a, is this a vision? Is this vision something projecting something onto her, or is this her own mind? Specifically, the part when Laura Palmer it says, "Lottie, if you don't get warm, you're gonna die." Is she trying to Laura Lee? I mean, but I'm always gonna call her Laura Palmer. But is is that some other force from outside? Like not outside, but from a force that's whatever channeling her, telling her she needs to get up. Are you going to die, or is that her own subconscious telling her that? Do you guys have any thoughts? 
I think I think it's I like to think it's a force because I I like to think there's something in the woods, but it it could be like a combo of both because Jackie had a similar hallucination as she was dying or after right after she died. Mm -hmm. So like on the brink of death, though, in Lottie's vision, not all the people that were in Jackie's were there like Jackie wasn't in mm-hmm. that vision of the mall, which I thought was strange. Um, right, especially since Laura was. Laura right. Was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but she had just cut her hand and was there at the little altar looking thing where she did it. So I feel like it was a combination possibly because I think it had some of the, the Island, the woods in it. And uh, yeah, I'm not sure, but. I also wondered because it was weird to me that she saw the plane and Laura's uh, teddy bear and her necklace. And like at the same time, Nat was finding the moose frozen Mm -hmm. in the lake where Laura Lee went down in the plane. And those scenes were real close to they if they weren't back to back, they were real close to each other in the episode. And I thought that that was kind of odd too, but I didn't know what to make of it. Anyone yeah, have any thoughts? I, I think that they're definitely connected somehow because it, I, and I think that also it also happened. I believe after she cuts her hand. I mean, almost right after that is mm-hmm. when yeah. when she starts seeing the when she starts seeing the moose footprints again, and when she sees the plane and the yeah, it's I don't know. And how did the how did they know to find her there where they found her? I and mean, why did the moose prints look fresh? Yeah. Oh, like they had just yeah. melted into the snow. Hmm. What I the- got a very Game of Thrones uh, ice dragon vibe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even think of that. But you mean when the like, zombie oh, others were right. able to swim like 30 feet down and attach ropes to it and pull it out? Uh, yeah. <laughs> a chain. That was, that, was, that, was, that was pretty cool sequence there. Uh, what were you going to say, Axel? Uh, we were talking a little bit um, about what that represents that that seemed to be the same animal that was going after her in the plane. What is it it. like? What's the deeper represent? Is this a harbinger harbing? However the fuck you say that harbinger, right? Of good, of (laughs) bad. Um, I find, I think that's kind of interesting. It keeps escaping her. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, the fact that they all see all try and fail does lead me to believe that their spirits will be so low that coach will be like, yo, eat me instead. That that's, it was interesting though, that she keeps on having interactions. Is there, because we talk about there being like an evil force out there, right? The symbol, whatever's going on there. Maybe it's a demon that comes back every 25 years. Like you were saying, Gina, but is there something good? Is there something trying to help them? Trying to unite them? I mean, we sometimes do see evidence that, I mean, they are a lot of them alive still. I'm just, I'm at the point where I'm looking for something that maybe goes the other way. Well, that's that's what I was wondering about the thing that when Laura tells Lottie she needs to wake up or she's gonna die. To me, that was an indication that there might be a, a, a good force there, too, that's trying to whatever. Uh, I mean, like, 
Man in Black Jacob kind of thing and Lost or something along those lines yes. going on. Exactly. So, you guys, I just looked up White Moose mythology. Mm. <laughs> and there's an indigenous tribe from Nova Scotia that considers white moose sacred. And if you kill one, it's really bad luck. Oh, well, tried well, to save Nat it. shot it and it ran into the, oh, oh, that's bad luck. Do you think she shot it? Well, she shot at it. She shot at and it. And then it died. That's true. <laughs> but I don't think, I mean, she would have, I think if she would have hit it, though, there would have been a blood trail or so, assuming mm-hmm. it's a real yeah, moose. Agreed. She would have been able to track it somehow. Okay, I, mean, right. like I also wondered why there pet. were no moose prints going away from where she was. I was like, why didn't she track it after and, she left? And then this time there were moose prints and the yeah. moose was long dead. And she didn't, no even, she didn't even tell anyone she saw that moose. Like you would think, no. dude, we have got to go on a hunting party because I right. saw this moose. And, you know, it's like, why the excitement once it's frozen versus when it's, you know, out there well, trackable. I, I'm wondering if she had the vision. Be, it was a vision because, man, that ice froze pretty quick. If the moose fell in mm-hmm. right after and then was stuck, like, you know what I mean? Like, it just mm-hmm. seemed like. It would have been. It would. Well, we don't know how many days ago that happened, because that, that wasn't. It, you know, that, that was in the last episode, true. so it that's may have been true. a week it's, ago. Even it's possible because Coach does seem a little better, like than he was on the. You know, I don't know. Yeah, right. It could be a passage of time. But I, right, see. I don't think it was like a ton of time, but we don't know for sure. It might have been enough if it's day. that cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. Good. I feel like maybe the moose was like an offering to them. That they like didn't hmm. play by the forest's rules, and then they were not allowed to have it. Oh, I like that idea. Oh, that is good too. Yeah. yeah. Like hmm. Lottie's trying to play by the rules and seems to intuitively understand what they are, but then not everyone's on the same page. Especially because Nat was the one who found the moose, and she also is the non-believer. So I like wonder if like she, you know, like and essentially like angered the like protectors in the forest who would otherwise look out for them. Or like uh, maybe yeah. they were supposed to make a sacrifice when they got to the ice, but they didn't. Yeah. That's, mm. in- that's interesting. Mm. I like that idea. That is very interesting. Um, mm. The thing that I was really wanted to ask everybody is would you eat ham and eggs with syrup and oh mustard? No. <laughs> syrup, I probably yeah, would. I probably would. I about that today. I was like, no. Full the syrup? I would do the ham, both. eggs, and syrup, but not the yes. mustard. I would do the ham, yeah, eggs, and syrup. I wouldn't do the mustard. The ham, eggs, and mustard. But not oh. syrup and mustard. Yeah, that that's what I would do. I like it. Good job. Yep. I would do <laughs> it with mustard. Just yeah. yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> try it now. A, a mustard maple it. glaze on an Easter ham. That seems logical. <laughs> I didn't see him put the eggs in there. I just saw the mustard and uh, the. You know no, what? Syrup. If it was, it was a grain mustard, it, I would be more with it. Not that yeah, kind of. It was yellow mustard. Yeah, yellow. If it was yeah, if it was a Trader Joe's jalapeno mustard, I might. Yeah. Go for. Right. If it was fancy mustard, maybe, uh, yep, but yep. not yellow mustard. I dig it, and I yeah. like yellow mustard. <laughs> I like it. Um, oh, man. Yeah, he's great. 
Uh, what else we got? Anybody? Anybody? We covered a lot. Anybody have anything yes. else? Yeah, go so. Yes, come on. Uh, all right. So, I just want to say, man, these cults are aw- the awful tippers. That was a funny, funny line. Yeah, that was good. So, I, yeah, we should definitely, I think, talk Walter and Misty a little more because yeah. yep. I've been hooked on Gina's. He's Walter's not real. And the only thing that bugs me about this episode is the waitress does look at both of them. Yes. And I'm like, ah, son of a gun. So I was like, darn it. (laughs) But at the same time, I am liking this. Walter could be a sibling or a twin or something. Um, But then I was thinking, you know, the split screen with them putting in the the remotes and the, you know, the (laughs) Ziploc. I'm like, is that split personality? Is that symbolize I mean, you know you know misty is carrying around a huge stuffed parrot with her do you know what i mean and sits <laughs> in the chair with her at breakfast. Like, we just don't know uh-huh. like but i i kind of felt like especially when she looks at <laughs> that i mean clearly misty ordered it breakfast if it's like an inanimate object she sat there she is wackadoo enough and she does you know seem to like have imaginary friends and then even at the B, like he's like oh one room and you know he gives another name and it's just hard to tell like i'm like i think You're he's right. real now but, <laughs> but there's that there's but, something Gina. really off about walter in general he says he's moriarty versus um versus watson to misty mm. like no, i think there's something about this guy we're gonna find out that's gonna be a huge reveal he's either somehow connected to adam or jessica roberts or isn't real i mean i don't know but there's something about him that's gonna play a bigger role and i don't think he's necessarily a nice guy i think if misty was half the citizen detective she thought she was she would have known about that he was a multimillionaire and he got clunked on the head by bricks or whatever and won that lawsuit <laughs> when she Googled him, right? Like, oh, it's on YouTube. Like, oh, okay. You yeah, know, it's there's yeah. stuff that just is not gelling for me with those two and her unknowledge of him. I think there's something I think there's something sinister with Walter. We just don't know what it is yet. The I mean, he he also makes a reference to you had me at the Sweeney Todd remark or the Sweeney Mm -hmm. Todd reference or something. Yeah. I mean, Sweeney Todd is a story about people who kill other people and then bake them into pies and serve them as food. Cannibals. Yes. With with mustard. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Just like (laughs) this. Yeah. But but it is weird. Oh, go ahead, Axel. I'm sorry. I was just going to say he also says that he doesn't care about her being a yellow jacket. And that's the the least interesting thing about her, I think, is what he says. So old. No one cares anymore, which which sounded to me like something she would desperately want someone to say to her or something. You know what I mean? Like, you're worth it. And he he got the year wrong. Yeah. 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 No, 25. Granted, they weren't in Misty's little fiat. However, if Walter's not a real person, for all we know, this is another car Misty has, and it's her cassette collection of musicals in the back. And I don't know. I mean, it's far out there at this point. I think he's not real, but something's. What if it's something as simple as? I mean, we saw Ty uh, see uh, take the file with all the Yellow Jacket stuff in it. Is there some way that Walter has seen that file and that's what he's doing? He is basically, he knows that Misty loves musicals. He knows that Misty loves all this stuff. He, 
He was working he with the part- group. He, yeah, yeah. What's her name? going to say it. Jessica. He yeah. might have been working that's with yeah. her. That's, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. If it's- I love that. Well, it's and weird, too. Is because he thinks that she has something to do with Jessica's disappearance. Yep. So he knows that she's uh-huh. like in this chat group and he created a profile in the mm-hmm. I, like it looks like reddit i think it's supposed to basically be reddit yeah um good one mm-hmm. yeah and he like well, what about she likes musicals yeah yeah what about speaking of the musicals so the one that was playing in the car then they're singing it in 96 on the on the mm-hmm. on the woods like that i mean that's an intimate Ooh, deep like Crystal. trigger yeah so so is that uh is that her i mean who would know that i mean mm-hmm. that that seems to be some a detail that wouldn't be in a file to me. Oh, well, that's true. There are the loose ends of what's her name again? Jessica. That was her name. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. fake yeah. reporter star ledger, uh, which I used to work at. Um, and we still don't know about Adam, right? There's still things right. that were four episodes into this, like that are still mysteries I've, along with the baby and four, all the four. weird cannibal shit. You know, yeah. so there is there is a way that he could know that intimate detail. Maybe someone else got up, got away that we don't know if survives yet, and they have told Walter this stuff. Laurie. That's true. It might not be his first rodeo. He could. <laughs> I mean, be, he's a if, yellow jacket obsessive, right? What That's if Crystal? What if Crystal survives? We all assume she doesn't. What if she survives and is behind this because she would know well, those Crystal's details? The one that Gina and I agree think is probably imaginary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she might not be. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah I, I still think, think that's imaginary. a high. Li- I still think that's a high likelihood as well. But yeah. <laughs> there better be one one imaginary at least before I'm going crazy. <laughs> Because I think everyone I in every show is imaginary. Oh, Did any of you guys are like are any of you Buffy the Vampire Slayer fans? I I liked. I never finished it, but I did like what I've seen. I'm familiar with it. I was an there's, Angel fan. Okay, I love Angel too. But in <laughs> season so seven good. of Buffy, there's like an evil entity called the First, the First Evil, and it's able to impersonate dead people, so it can il- infiltrate others. So, like, there's a character who's in it for, like, an episode, and she's trying to poison the, like, there's a button, there's, like, a ton of vampire slayers in the last episode, like, teenage girls whose powers are unlocked, and they're the next slayer, and they're all hanging out together in the apocalypse, Uh and then one of them keeps, like, poisoning everyone's mind, and then they realize that she's actually the evil spirit, and that the real character died on the way to meet up with them, and then the evil impersonated her. So, in my head, I'm like, what if, like, what if Crystal died in the crash? And something is like wearing her form. Ooh. <laughs> I really like that too. <laughs> you know what, Trey? I love an idea like that. Cause just while I was watching this episode, I was caught with the idea um, that there, that the people in the future, someone's lying about who they are in the past. And they went along with the lie. Like actually Shauna is not Shauna. She's someone else or, or Nat, because I do think that the, the older and the younger Nat look like the least alike. Yeah. They don't look that much like maybe, you know, like, so I like your idea that something from the very beginning was like a lie or from the beginning of this season that somebody is like really dead and they're pretending like the spirit or something is taking over because there could be, you know, we have all the hints at the supernatural and we talk about plot points that could be b- drop and be be like, oh, but 
a, a confirmation of something like that, right? Of something very supernatural is happening could take the show in a different direction that I think I would kind of, like I said, I really think that they should do that. Just like go balls out. I just always thought adult Nat didn't look as much like young Nat because she got home and did a crap ton of drugs and that really ages and does things to a person their voices are similar though like the young actress acts very well like juliette lewis in my opinion but it doesn't help that we all know what juliette lewis looked like when she was yeah Yeah, that's true which is exactly what she looks like now so yeah yeah. Yeah. except older (laughs) well i don't know she was one of those people that looked old when she was a teenager or something she just has a kind of older she looks just like her dad who is an actor as well who passed uh the Jerry, not Jerry Lewis. Wait, I forget he played it. <laughs> no, it, but he was in a. It was a character actor. He was in. A, uh, was it Double Team? The Jean Claude Van Damme movie. He's been in a lot of stuff. Is it's her father? They look. They she looks just like him. But that's so. Or they could have had a younger him. Like no, never mind. Anyway. So, anyway, yes. Anyway. Holy cow! That's her dad. Yeah, he yeah. was in Westworld, I think, wasn't he? Jeffrey Lewis, oh. yeah. Well, he was also oh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Yeah, he yeah. was in so much shit in the in this in the tons 80s. of stuff. Yeah, he oh, he, he was great. I had no idea. You know, I mean, it's okay. I could say this now. You know, I've seen Juliet Lewis naked in person. Really? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Every which way no, but loose. That's right. He was Clint's friend in that. Oh, Clint's friend, yeah. The, the whole series. Oh, my God. Barry in the lead, Axel. Okay, uh, sorry. Does anyone want to hear my... How do you see a nude yeah. Yeah. Do you want to hear this oh, story? Oh, she does we look all like do. him. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I was I was at the Blockbuster Entertainment Awards. This had to have been when that was around early 2000s or 2001 or something. And tons of celebrities are there. I mean, everyone. I mean, I remember being so intimidated by Benjamin Bratt. He was just like a hunk of a man. Yeah, I know. I I was like, oh, my God, Benjamin Bratt was because we got assigned like a celebrity to help to their seats and walk them through PR. So I had Cameron Diaz. (gasps) um, And so I all the Charlie's Angels were there and they definitely went and did some coke in the bathroom and then came back (laughs) out. Uh, I got a lot of stories. But so there was this makeup area and I'm like right next to Christian Slater. And, and I'm just standing there. And all of a sudden, Juliette Lewis is looking in the mirror at the makeup stand. And she just lifts her shirt. And she had no bra on, nothing. And I'm like, and of course, I happen to be looking. And I'm like, I'm like looking at myself. Did anyone else see Juliette Lewis? Naked, kind of topless. Uh, and then she didn't care. She was just fixing her thing. Boom. Like a pro. And I was just like. I looked at Christian Slater and and he, he just, he gave me a look, but it wasn't like, I wasn't sure if he saw it too, but I think he did. And he just kept talking to the person he was talking to. So that was uh, my Juliet and Lewis uh, topless uh, in person. Oh my God. Just to live in the life of solo. That's one for the memoirs, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that uh, I just, I, I totally forgot about that till like two minutes ago. I'm like, Oh my gosh. How did I forget that story? <laughs> this is Was Cameron Diaz nice? 
She's awesome. Well, she she I was really good like friends her. with a friend of mine, uh, this musician Pete Yorn, who I went to Syracuse with, and his brother's Rick Yorn was her manager. Um, so, like, I, I was talking to her for a little bit. Yeah, she was super nice. But you know, once they get off the red carpet, and then the f- cameras are flashing, then they put that persona on. Because I walked them to the seats, everyone's cheering for him. Then LO Cool J's sitting there. And he goes, "What's up, <gasps> ladies?" It was like just so cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, I love that. But Benjamin, I still though Benjamin Bratt, I was just like intimidated. Like he was so super nice guy, but he just looked like a sexy man, and I'm like, man, I gotta hit the gym. <laughs> I was like, damn, this guy is freaking a real man. It's the only guy I've ever been intimidated by. I, I don't know. Him live at Leno, the one time I was in LA. <laughs> <laughs> this is nuts. I am still shocked that that's her dad. Yeah, he I he was such a, he was in so much stuff, and he's from Plainfield, New Jersey, too. Look at that. That's great stuff. <laughs> We're all over the place. I like it. Um, <laughs> I'm bringing like- us back to the Yellow Jackets. Does anyone have anything else that they want to chat about Yellow Jacket style or Juliette Lewis's boobs? Which one? Take, a, take your pick. <laughs> Do oh, we think thing- Hobby is evil now? Oh, good question. Mm. Or like possessed or something? He won't talk. Right. He hasn't spoken yet. Maybe he escaped from somewhere and he wasn't there on his own volition, right? Like was he with the others, Axel? That, was he with the others? There's. I am now convinced. I like the tunnels idea. There's something going on underneath there, and that's where he was. And maybe he was. Maybe he was hiding, or I don't know. What was, what was the significance of the melting around the tree? That's the that's when, the before they found him. Yeah, it's a heat source. We don't know. Yeah, that's what I think. That's where I think the underground thing comes into play. It's some kind of exhaust. I think is warming that up. And it's like a that's the only thing that really makes sense. That's what the at first I thought they showed hot springs, and I was like, they're saved. There's hot springs. <laughs> <laughs> they can take a bath. <laughs> it's exfoliating. Um, I do. I, I think the tunnels are going to be in the shape of that. Uh, oh, the symbol too, right? And that's where you can enter, exit, and stuff. Like I, I think that that's definitely what's happening. But the question of how Javi is going to behave and interact with everyone is is an interesting one. Do they get the ideas? Do they get the idea more of the idea for what they do later from those people or something? You know what I'm saying? Like, or from whatever's there, wherever he was. I don't know. Do they have to defend themselves against the other people? Mm. And that's who is in the pit and they're eating next winter. I don't know. <laughs> mm. Could be a lot. Yeah, I, don't I feel know like what it's definitely scarier that he's back for some reason. Right. Like it, it, it wasn't like a nice reunion. It was like very, like there's a sinister note underlying like why won't this kid speak what has he seen and done right also like he's been gone so long like how is he still looking healthy and shit you know that's that's my biggest thing is if he was out in the wilderness like that in that kind of weather he'd be emaciated and he would be i mean he looked like he was in perfect well not perfect but he looked in like he was in great shape and he wasn't he's obviously been eating i mean how could and there's no wildlife that we've already been taught i mean except for the magical wildlife yeah (laughs) It yeah, made it's... me think of I saw Walt and he looked taller. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. 
lot of that. <coughs> Dig it. The only other thing I had, um, and I saw it in Gina's notes too. So she, I don't know if she has answers to this or if anyone else does, but what does anyone think about the queen of hearts card with the blacked out eyes that Lonnie mm, kept seeing when she was yeah. sorting through her gratitude notes? Mm. Anyone have any ideas of what that could I had it written down to ask that question of everybody else. Too. I mean, when I you're playing with the queen of hearts, the Joker is the only fool. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Keep me away from you. Sorry. I had to. In my head, uh, playing with got, the queen of hearts. <laughs> it's got to be connected to the antler queen, right? Well, like that's... Or the man with eyes, no eyes. Its eyes were blacked out. Yeah, that's oh. what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Man with no eyes. It's, the, it's everything. Maybe it's the things coming together. Yeah. We did mm. see a joining of Thaisa and Lottie in some way, right? Like a that that's what Van is trying to do, like I was saying. Yeah. So maybe that's what it is, that like it's the superpower. And know? we know the girls play cards a lot when they're in the woods. Like even Misty says something like, Oh, should we let the car should we draw cards to decide? like something when they had it out on that game. So it makes me wonder, like, are we going to see someone black out the queen of hearts eyes when they're in the cabin and that card somehow make it back Uh, from the wilderness? Well, that also connects to like tarot cards and you know what I'm saying? Other type of Mm -hmm. things. So I think mysticalness. So I dig that. Mm. Cool. Mm. Anybody, anything else or have we reached the end? There's one visual thing that I don't know if anyone else caught, and I'm not even sure how accurate it is, but the coat that Travis wears hunting and that Lottie wore out, that plaid coat with like kind of the furry-esque collar, when Shauna goes into Callie's closet and opens it up, the coat on the like left-hand side as you're looking at it looks like the same plaid with almost the same collar it's a nappy furry collar but like someone had replaced the collar it looks like the same jacket in a weird way mm-hmm. mm. oh i bet i'm sure they did that on purpose yeah oh yeah yeah i did not catch to, that to but, get us yeah. talking about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> like <laughs> well you remember like when lost when they would show a book the sales would go up like fifty yeah. percent. Sell out, yeah. <laughs> like I bought the third policeman, and and I have a, still haven't read it. It's there on my shelf because I'm like, oh, I gotta get that book. I'm I'm rewatching Lost right now, and I'm like, hmm, oh, I feel wow. like I should read Our Mutual Friend by Charles Dickens. Holy cow! Oh, I know it really does. <laughs> Scary. Holy um, cow! Well, all right, everybody. This has been a great talk about Yellow Jacket season two, episode four. We're we got what are there ten episodes this season, right? Actually, they're only nine. Oh, okay, interesting. Oh, really? I saw that, and people are thinking maybe nine's going to be a really long Hope episode. So like a big massive one but yeah i was looking that up because i was gonna like is it too spoiler of me to put all the titles in the notes already um but um there are only nine interesting Mm -hmm. all right well we will keep covering it we'll see who we get next week but we appreciate everybody coming thank you trey thank you gina jenny thank you solo ando 
And I'm Axel. You can find out more about us at DVRpodcast.com. Until then, have a wonderful week and don't eat anybody's face unless you're really hungry. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. Here's right. your Cult members next. tip better. <laughs> <laughs> Any more? Anybody? Stay with the Queen of Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it now, Axel.